0: Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with kid-lit parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. Hey, Betsy. Hey. You remember uh, for the Hungry Caterpillar episode when I did a rap? I do remember that. Well, I did a part two. What? In honor of my girl Cardi B, wait what? I love her bodak yellow, wait, and what? Uh, and I wanted to do like a like another like an updated version since it's been in, you know a few months since that version one. All right, take it away. Fuse, Aid, and Kate from Shytown were related. We talk a classic book and whether you should take a look like Hungry, Hungry Caterpillar or Love You Forever. And some classic books we've read you really need to shred, like Tiki, Tiki, Tambo or Little Black Sambo. We've done Berenstein, Bear, Pierre. Outside, over there, very pretty, lompopo, easy reader, go doggo. So check us out in New Orleans, June 23rd, we'll make a scene! Woo! Wow! <laughs> I like that. I never even realized that Tiki Tiki Tembo and Little Black Sambo kind of rhyme yeah, It's a soft rhyme, but yeah. it's a rhyme, man. Yeah. It is a rhyme. Well done! Yes! That's very nice. Yes, and it, there was an allusion there to the fact that we are going to the uh, the ALA conference in New Orleans uh, this year, so going yeah. ALA annual, so y'all can y'all can see us there. Uh, we will definitely be at the banquet, uh, and you might see us before that. So I will hmm. be the girl that doesn't know what's going on. That's right, I'm gonna lead her around on a leash. <laughs> I'd be like, "Who are sure. you? What's your name?" I'm just gonna randomly lie to her about things. Mo Williams, hello, that's a odd. Is that Williams. Hello, Mo Williams. <laughs> Nice to meet you. I would love to see you call him Mo Williams to his face, just no. to see what he would do. It wouldn't be nice. I can tell you that, that much. that M-O-E? Mo? No, it's just no. M-O. Okay. That's, that's his is, that's M-O? His Mo does all around. That's, yes, it's M-O. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah, yeah right. Sister connect. All right. <laughs> all right. It's funny. I was also going through all our previous uh, books that we did, but but actually, I guess before I get into that, uh, we should say who we are. Oh, Yes. Yes. I I am Betsy I am Kate, the wannabe rapper Yeah, you, you're <laughs> way more rapping than me, man I, You didn't see me jumping in there at any point yeah. <laughs> ah, Those waters were too, too deep to swim for me too deep. <laughs> too, too deep And what do we what do? we do? Why are we here? Besides rapping, which is fine Yeah, I mean, we, we talk about I can not... beatbox, you know No, I can't No, no I can't <laughs> I really can't We talk about classic chums books And yeah. whether you should take a look Yeah, a yeah. la Reading Rainbow Right. Or not, and you should take our word for it. So yeah, there you go. I mean, you can if you want. Yeah, but I mean, like, we do. We don't do picture pay. books mostly. I should say too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I was gonna say, like, I was looking through our previous books we did because I wanted to see how many creators we've read are dead. Oh. I was like, how many we've read are dead? Are I assumed most of them, hmm. and I was right. But a whole bunch, a whole chunk of them are alive. People like. Ed Young, Eric Carl, Chris Van Alsberg Eric Kimmel, The Barretts, Robert Munch, Aaron Reynolds, Tony DiTerlizzi, Marcus Pfister, and Leslie Newman. Alive. Yay! And only one woman in the bunch. E-boo. So barely the ladies. The ladies die. Oh. Or, or people just don't think ladies make the classics as much. Which I'm not sure which offends me more. Well, you're the one picking the classics. What, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not talking about. Moving on. It's true. And then, okay, well, I'll make it up to you this week. No, I won't. It's by a dude. (sighs) So, uh, I'll make it up to you next week. All right, all right, fine. Um, This is actually Mother's Day coming early um, because our mother has requested this book repeatedly. Repeatedly. Okay. Over the course of when we've been recording this I suppose podcast, if you've made Both the hosts of the podcast yes. You kind of have a say You get a little bit of a say You do You do get a vote at the very least I and, was uh, the easier labor though I will Well out. of course you were You were number three <laughs> By number three you're chomping on popcorn And watching soaps while you do it I don't know <laughs> I, Or so I've been led to believe I've only had two but um, I hope everyone who has had three <laughs> children and disagrees, write a letter to Betsy at FuseKDate at gmail.com and let don't, her know there was no that. popcorn or soap operas involved. There was ice. Um, Alright, so today's book, I'm going to pull it out. It's exciting. What book does our mother want us to do? Oh, Rumpelstiltskin Stilts? by Paul O. Zelinsky. Paul O. Zielinski. That is right, and I even got you a real shiny, a real shiny edition here. But it doesn't have a gold sticker. Uh, it has a silver sticker. Mm-hmm. And then on the back, if you look on the back, there's like a little gold coin that he kind of uh, drew on there. Nice. he's a smart dude. But uh, yes, no, it only got a, it only got a shiny sticker, that is silver a proper sticker. Proper spinning wheel on the front. Oh, look why do you point. think our mother loves this book? I am to knitting needle positioning as she is to. You know what? Correct uh, spinning wheels. For all the details that are put onto that spinning wheel, you look at that moon, and that's a real boring moon. Well, we'll take it up with him, because this dude's alive, and may well listen to this podcast, unlike those other schmucks, because (laughs) uh, Paul and I communicate on Twitter occasionally. So, yeah, this'll this'll be nice and awkward. There you go. (laughs) Go get me in trouble, kid. Okay. All right. While Kate reads the book, I'm going to give you a little background information. Not on the book, no, but on Paul. Paul himself, Paul O. Zielinski. Uh, here's a little fun fact about Paul you might not have known. Paul is actually what I would call the nattiest dresser at the Newberry Caldecott Awards whenever he attends, so the banquet. Um, he has personally constructed maybe the most amazing outfits that tie into his books, particularly when he wins stuff. Uh, if I had to name the number one author illustrator that winners should emulate uh, in terms of dress when they attend the banquet, uh, that would be Paul. I mean, once he wore, this is glorious, he wore a golden bow tie made out of Caldecott medals. He's just that good. We're back! 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 back! We're <laughs> back! We're back! Get back. Uh, yes. so, how'd, uh... How'd that go there? It went. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of lots of things happened. Yay. Many I, things. Many. Many, many Multiple. things. You knew this story before you read it, right? Uh, I, I didn't remember it. Okay. I, I knew I had read it in the past, but I couldn't tell you what it was about. So not one of the better known. Certainly Disney has never taken its hand.
1: Probably, Probably unless, the best.
0: Well, unless you count the TV show Once Upon a Time, which oh. one of the main characters is Rumpelstiltskin oh. in that. Fun fact. Interesting. For you kitties at home. <laughs> yes indeed. Have we ever done a paint a picture book that's been done in oil paintings? Um it's hard to say. I think we've done oil paints, but they're not usually quite so painterly for lack of a <laughs> fine, it's not a real word. It's not a word. It's not a word. Oh fine. I can I can actually tell you. Oh here we go. Zielinski chose to paint the pictures of Rebel Stiltskin in a renaissance style using oil paints over watercolor underpaintings. The effect is something like the genuine renaissance oil technique of applying colored oil glazes over a black and white tempera painting. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And you know who Rumpelstiltskin reminds me of? Who's that? Dobby with money. Yeah, he's totally Dobby with money. Yeah. He's evil Dobby. Yeah, he's Yeah, ev- yeah he's, he's evil Dobby. He's greedy Dobby. Instead of a sock, he wants a baby. <laughs> that's, that one took a while There was a pause there <laughs> well, that's, I was thinking I was like yeah If there was like A tagline for this book He's like Dobby But instead of a sock He wants your baby I suddenly have this vision though Of like Malfoy Casually throwing a baby Off to the side And <laughs> Dobby catching it It ends like, up being Harry Potter uh, 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 That's a part weird Part two <laughs> It's like an Alternate version So on the opening page uh-huh. We meet uh, the beautiful daughter of a poor miller, mm-hmm. and I'm—I I immediately had the, the beginning music of *A Princess Bride* in my head. Oh yeah, well the light coming in is similar to a certain degree too. We never know in the movie what Princess Buttercup's dad does for a living, but he could be a miller for all we know. Does he even—is he even alive? I think in the book, yes, hmm. but I have not read the book in a really long time. I don't think in *The Princess Bride*, the father would have put. The daughter threw what this guy did. This, this guy, guy is an idiot. Like, who, who? I, what, what was your plan here? What made you think that that was even possible? Yeah. Turning, you know, you so the so the father tells runs into the king. Yeah, like you do. Sure, and and he's nervous, and and he says, so "Oh, my daughter, out. my daughter can spin straw into gold." Now, he's a miller, straw, not a weaver. gold. You, he probably sees quite a lot of straw with the threshing. Do you but think he knew what he was going to put his daughter through? He's, I'm pretty sure he didn't know what he was saying until he said it. It was like, my daughter, she can totally... And he was going to say, you know, she can really dig some flour. And instead he said, turn straw into gold. And, yes. that, and that then the out. king meets the daughter and gives her the option, spin or death. Yeah. <laughs> spin or death. Uh, spin, please. <laughs> <laughs> which is what she does. Well, we're right out um, of spin. Yeah. So she, well, she tries to figure out. You know, what am I gonna do? Right. She ends up just bawling her eyes out. And As then, one would. And then I like she- the idea that she maybe tried it just to see. Yeah, there's a bobbin on there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she loaded it up. Yeah. She's like, okay, let's give it a shot. This does not apparently work. Nope. So I'm screwed. And uh, and then Rich Dobby comes in. Rich Dobby. With with a wig. Yep. yep. And he uh, he asks if he can help. She says, yes, please. What am I going to lose? And, uh, and he says, well, you know, in exchange, what do I get? And she says, you can have my necklace. And he says, perfect. Nobody and doing. then, this is great. If you've ever heard the sound of a spinning wheel, mm-hmm. it does make the sound of whirr, whirr, whirr. Like, every time... Clearly... Yeah. A great deal of research was done on spinning wheels My, But here's the thing Usually <laughs> I thought spinning wheels have a pedal um, Unless, well, it depends Unless you're spinning it, unless you're the spinning, giant yeah, wheel yeah. by hand There was hand. the walking wheel But look, he's too small to even get a foot pedal Or to even spin it by hand Like mm-hmm. spin the wheel by hand Right So how is this working? It's magic Okay <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There might be a. I don't see. I assume this was a form before the pedals. Well, yeah, um, you would. You would just. You're, that you would just have to keep turning the wheel. Right. While and with one hand. But he's not doing a, that. Well, maybe she's doing. She's standing right there. Maybe yeah. she's helping him out. I mean, it's her life. Because he's after got all. Little, arms. He's little arms. He's got little hands. He's got little hands. He's little hands. He's got pretty big hands, but he's Bony got little hands arms. Are yeah. Gross. Well, he's doing a lot of spinning. So, right, so he spins this entire room of straw into gold. Gold thread on bobbins. Yeah. Two and, points there. And the king is amazed and he loves this, but he's super greedy. Super. And decides, duper-y. I'm going to take you to another room that just happens to have more straw in it because we. Apparently, keep we just our... keep him around right. like this. <laughs> this he is... clearly was preparing this beforehand because. He must have been confident she could do it. Otherwise, why would he bother having the servants fill that room with straw? Three rooms. It's three rooms. Three rooms. Yeah. With straw. Yeah. But this... I, I love, have to he's not that pretty. I love this little brat who's just in the background holding this basket of bobbins mm-hmm. while the other two are working. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I don't have to do anything. He's like, I already mm-hmm. filled mine. I'm like, okay. kid, you right. ain't that cool. Your tights are two different colors. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I like... All the little intricate details mm. in all of the paintings. Every single one has crazy amounts of details. Like, yeah. in, when she first is in the room full of straw, you can see an itty-bitty little mouse. Oh. And in the second room of straw, you can see a bird in a nest. Oh. And I love the little tiny itty-bitty faces on the columns. You know the thing I don't know? I don't know how big the actual paintings are of these. I mean... How detailed is he getting? Are these really magnificently huge? And that's how and he's getting the details are, or, or Yeah, and they shrink it down for the book. Or are they... Are these, like... Is he just really good with a very... I mean, he's obviously good with a delicate line. Mm-hmm. But... or Is he really... I mean, I don't I, know. I, I assume these have to be bigger. I would hope so. I would hope so. Especially when it gets... For his poor eyesight, ...to yeah. later. Um, so, right. So, she's taken to this second room full yeah. of straw that she has to spin into gold. Or, again... Spin or die, spin or death, spin or death, mm-hmm. spit please. <laughs> and she, and rubble since you know rich Dobby. he comes rich of, It's really hard to say rubble silskin with a retainer. So I'm just oh no, that's why you're saying rich Dobby. Rich okay, Dobby. Right, so rich Dobby comes in sure. and he's like, I can help you again, but what are you gonna give me? And she says, I'll give you my ring. And he says, Great. You know, I feel sorry for this girl. Okay, well, before I get back to how sorry I feel for her, what is this thing that is dangling from his hat? Okay, remember earlier how I pointed out that there was a coin on the back of the book? Uh Uh-huh. That's the coin. And keep an eye on that coin. Because it's going to be moving around a bit. So he has a caldecott medal hanging from his it's, hat? Well, it's not actually a caldecott medal. If you look at the back of the book, you'll see it's his face. Yeah. He has a coin with his own face hanging from his hat. Okay. It, it comes into play. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. It is always there. There must be a reason for it. I don't know what it would be. So... At the end of the night, this entire room... The second room is filled with bobbins of gold thread. Mm -hmm. And the king is delighted. Yeah. And he says, if you can do it a third time, I'll make you my wife. Like, what a great deal that is. This is where I feel sorry for her. I don't see a downside First, she's put in a bad situation because of her dad. Right. uh, Which is not at all her fault. No. Then she has to give away her only possessions. Right. Then she has to... Potentially marry a bad man. He's a bad man. And then... But he's got a pretty face, so... No, he... He wears a nice set of hose. Come on. He's got a fine leg. Eh. Okay. (laughs) I'm not saying he's a good man. I'm just saying, you know. And then, okay, so... Right, so Rich Dobby comes back into this gigantic room. Yeah, it's a really big room. So much straw. And he says, I will help you a third time. I think they just ran out of rooms. That's the only reason there's not a fourth room. I mean, this is like a cathedral full of straw. Right. And all the columns have these ram faces, which is very interesting. Anyway, so... Rich Dobby says, I'll help you a third time, but if I do, you gotta give me your firstborn child. So come on, she just lost all of her possessions. Yeah. She has to marry a bad man, and now she has to give away her firstborn? Like, girl, she's. This girl, though I feel like run it, away! <laughs> no, it's you. The door is locked. I don't know how the little guy gets in, but I'm pretty sure he locks it behind her when he goes in. She. You can't, and that's what I kind of appreciate wait, about wait, the little Rich Dobby and the king have a thing going on. Oh, like, like it's the whole deal that they yeah. have? Yeah. I don't know because the king totally keeps out of this. Like, the whole, like, when he comes back later to take the child, you see the king is nowhere in sight. Right. Well, yeah, the king doesn't want a king. Well, like, it's like a bluebeard situation. Oh, I see. So the king doesn't want to have an heir? I guess. I mean, it's taken them this long. I don't long know. To get I'm gonna married, have to work so. on that conspiracy theory. We'll work on it. We'll, work, right, we'll right. massage that one. So All anyway, right. so anyway, I, I was just gonna say that the, you understand why she would make this terrible deal in this situation. It is an extreme situation. Right. She, she has, has no choice. She has nothing else to give, and it's either give up this non-existent kid, right, which may not even happen, or die. Right. So, non-existent kid. Exactly. And. So he spins this entire room full of straw into mm. gold thread. Right. The king is very impressed. Right. He marries her. She wears. She looks like Princess Leia in that picture. She does. It's awesome. She's got little earmuffs. Little earmuffs. And uh, and right, so she marries this very, very bad, bad word. Bad, Dirt. bad, 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 word. bad word man. She yes. marries a bad man. She marries a bad, bad man, yes. And so a year goes by... And they have a baby, mm-hmm. and then Rich Dobby comes back, yeah. and he's like, so where's my baby? I want my baby, 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 baby. I want my baby, baby. And uh, and she's like, whoa, 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 wait. Yeah. Uh, oh, you were serious. You actually want the baby. Um... No, and then she busts out the waterworks. And yep, he, Rich Dobby feels bad. He's like, I'll give you. Like she was pulled over by a cop for a ticket, <laughs> and he says, "Okay, I'll give you three days. Mm-hmm. But you have to, I'll give you three days. But by the end of the third day, you have to know what my name is." Right. So. And I like that he doesn't put a limit on how many times she can guess. Which is which is nice because he could have done that. Yeah. You got three days. You can do one guess each day. Right. And then we're out. So on the first day, she begins with very uh, traditional names mm-hmm. like Balthazar and like, Casper. I love the Balthazar is like a traditional name. Sure, like, and you know, I got my kids in first grade. She's got thirty Balthazars <laughs> in there with her. And you can't move <laughs> for all the Balthazars. Maybe during this time period, we illness? call them Mouthies. Okay, yeah. all right, right. all right, all anyway. right. So right, so the first day, she obviously doesn't get it. The second day, she starts coming up with strange and the most unusual names. Which is, to be fair, the right path to take, considering she, his she name. She was on the right... She was definitely getting there. Beastie Ribs. Okay, but rumple Rumpelstiltskin. Le- beastie Ribs. Leg, that's not... Lego Ram-Z? Huh? <laughs> huh? Uh? That's no? the feminine form. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then Springbones. Your Spring. name is Spring... I mean... Come on, he does kind of look like a he string. He does bones. look a string like a string. Well, yeah. try dabby did she? Ah, <sighs> No. More full she. she try But I found pet peeve number 29 oh. of Betsy's. Wait, which one? Uh, when a sentence goes over two pages. Oh, yeah, well. It, we it's make only some one exceptions. Word. The. Oh, just, <laughs> the. Hmm. The. Yeah. Servants search through the thickets, blah, blah, uh, blah. Right. But you know what? It it makes It's better if there's no page turn. If the the was on like the right hand page, and then you had to turn it like physically turn the page to get to the rest of the sentence, I have much more. Come on, there was a... room for the to be. Oh, on there definitely this page. was room. There definitely was room. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so bad publisher. So this uh, this is when the queen on the the end of the second night is getting desperate. So she sends her most trustworthy servant, to go through the forest to find and spy on Rich Dobby. Like you do. Which is a woman in this version. Yes. Usually it's a man in all the other versions. Well, I it's take. probably like her lady in wait. Right. right? You no, know, it makes sense. It's a better idea, yeah. I would say. So, well, and maybe the queen doesn't want the king to know that she's doing this. I don't know. Oh, it's entirely possible. Well, yeah, basically, because then she'd be saying... Hey, you remember that time? This is so funny. Remember that time you were going to kill me? And so, fun, fun fact about the baby, I got to give it away. Because that's technically your fault. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to get down to it. Semantics. Right. Uh, that's nah. all on you, bucko. By the way, I do love that the way that um, the queen is dressed and her servant, this looks a lot like Juliet sending off the nurse from, from oh, uh, yeah. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. But again, no details. Okay, so there are crazy details on the stained glass windows in the night scene. Like, itty bitty bitty little little thing. And then this moon got nothing. Nothing. Maybe it's a symbolic moon. Maybe the moon's more symbol than real. And also, on on the the front page... It's definitely a crescent moon, Mm -hmm. and when the third day, when they're looking... Well, I guess it is No, 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 but the cover is, like, a year later, (laughs) so i For all I know, this guy's so into details, he looked up, like, the moon, like, (laughs) lunar calendar from 1233, (laughs) just to make sure it was exactly right on the May 4th of the... Yeah, I don't know. It could. It's possible. So the servant overhears Rumpelstiltskin Mm. uh, doing his thing on a... Cooking spoon. Sure. Flying around No symbolism. And singing his own name. Yeah. Like you don't do. I do that all the time. I just drive my car going Betsy is my name. My name is Betsy.
1: <laughs> oh and... lucky
0: is me, for no one knows that Betsy is my name. <laughs> that Betsy is my name. That Betsy is, is my name. Betsy Betty. Betsy name. <laughs> No, that's not a thing. You sure? Yeah. So You've never been in my car. Really. <laughs> so the servant goes back to the queen, and she's like, I got his name, I got his name. You ready for this? Rumpelstiltskin. And the queen's like, yeah, okay. I never heard that one before. Oh, he... by the way, could we just go back to what he's singing? Is he saying he's gonna cook the baby into bread? I brew my beer, I bake my loaves, and soon the queen's own son I'll claim... Oh, lucky me, for no one knows okay. how Siltskin is my name. He's already baked the loaves, so all right. I'm going to assume he's not eating the child, but we don't really know. Maybe if... this is the meal he's preparing for the child. Oh, that's sweet. You know, like... That's nice. What is the... What do, can't what, do bread. Babies, what do babies eat What do babies eat? What do they drink? I don't know. I don't know. Bread and beer? Sure. Sure. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> awful adopted father. I, I, I so... <laughs> could have been a delight. We don't even know. So, so he comes back on the third day, and uh, the queen... Obviously knows his name, but she's toying with him. And she yeah, was... no, she's... Also, I love how delighted the baby is in all this. I love how entertained this baby is. The baby is. is like, this is... Eyes are wide open, yeah. and he's just smiling lot. He's swaddled very nicely, too, so well that's played. A good, that's a good swaddle. Servants. Yeah. Uh, so the queen says, is your name Will? No. <laughs> is your name Phil? No. <laughs> Bill? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the Gill. Uh, <laughs> And then, in that case, it's your name, Rumpel Siltskin. and uh, this little guy freaks out. Yeah. He has a full tantrum. Yeah. Jumps on his... Full body tantrum. ...cooking spoon, because apparently that's how he was going to transport the baby. Well, yeah, because the baby's, like, way better. Like, I'm looking at the baby, and I'm looking at the... Like, even, like, the part of the spoon where you would, like, scoop up the baby, it's much smaller than the baby. Yeah, He didn't have a plan. No, he didn't have a plan. No. But he flew out the window... And then the king comes in at the very end where we never hear from Rumpelstiltskin. And, uh, and the moral of the story is deceive those who help you. Uh, yes, 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 that is a, that is a moral. Now, if we'll go back just a bit. Rumpelstiltskin's jumping up and down. The coin is breaking off. Notice once he is flying off, the coin is no longer on the hat. Uh, so it has broken off and they, it is now on their beautiful marble floors, which is why on the back of the book... You see the coin on their beautiful marble floors. Uh, it came uh, off when he was having no. his little hissy fit. Well, maybe it rolled. Maybe it rolled because, somewhere. Because this, on the back of the book, it's more like the wall. It does look more like the wall. It is strange. But I'm sure it, it rolled to a part. Because it's round. I'm sure it rolled somewhere. Onto the, the marble-y. Or it's leaning up against the wall, which is possible. What does it say? I don't know. I've never actually tried to read it. Pollen's. Fasabat. And then a date. Is it Latin? It looks like it. Auxilio debora or Deborah. Listeners, if you know what the Latin. But <laughs> can't on you the... just ask Paul what yeah, it means? Yeah, fine, I'll ask Paul. <laughs> Alright, fine. If, use your connections. Next, I'll use my connections for good instead of evil. Yes. Uh yes, for the next episode I will ask Paul what the Latin is on the coin. I'm sure he's he's answered this question before, so and he must have a reason for what it is, so. I will ask. Okay. All right. Yeah, I've always... You know, as a kid, I always kind of felt bad for Rumpelstiltskin because he made a perfectly legitimate business deal. He did. And then he gets, like, totally screwed gets over. Yeah. And the only reason he even decided to give her a chance to get the baby back was That's because she was so sad. Yeah. And he was like, fine, I'll at least just give you a chance, but, you know, you're not going to win, but I'll, you know... And, I'll let you, you know. And then only because he was spied. On, oh, I am totally on Rich Dobby's side on this. I mean, yeah, yeah. He helped her out. Yeah. And then he got betrayed. All he wanted. Poor guy. Was a baby. Ugh. There are. There was a uh, a short story, I believe, by Oh no, I'm just. It was Michael Cunningham, uh, and it appeared in the New Yorker, but it was also in a collection of, of short stories that he did, uh, where it was from the point of view of Rebels Stiltskin who just wants a baby. He just wants to raise a baby of his own, and he gets along well with this girl, and, you know, he thinks he's got a chance, and and then... This actually is the less violent ending. Under normal circumstances, he stomps so hard on the ground that he splits himself in half. (gasps) Yeah, but apparently, Paul could have done such a visceral... Like, you would have seen every internal yeah, organ in that guy. It would have been, like, the Mummer Museum, but, yeah. like, on a, in a kid's book. So, yeah, no. I think I approve of him going with the flying away on the wooden yeah. spoon. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I just like wooden spoons. So, there you go. So, uh, yes, yeah, so it, it, it got that Caldecott honor, which was nice for it. Oh, I should say that uh, Poslinski's interest in this character started early. Uh, because at the age of 11, he was chosen to play the role of Rumpelsteltzkin in a play... Put on by his local community theater. Aw, isn't that sweet? I like it. It was on Reading Rainbow, which is not always the case with the books we do. Oh, but it came out in 1986, hmm. which is much earlier than I expected. I thought this was a 90s book. But no, this came out in 86. So, just to put that in context, folks, Kate was too... <laughs> Yep, two. Yeah, and this book came out two. I do remember we had this book in the house. I just didn't remember what it was. Ever going. reading it? Yes. <laughs> um, well, and here's the thing. Like, so he he only got the honor for this, but later he did Rapunzel, and he got the gold. Oh, good. it was done in a very similar style. Good with the same oils and the this whole is thing. Beautiful. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm glad he won for something. He basically only did this twice, and then he completely changed his style. He is. Periodically changes his style He's never done this kind of style again Really um, He did twice And he's out Okay. And so he's like okay um, But his reasoning for why he did Rapunzel is one of my favorites uh, He said as soon as This was in an interview with with School Library Journal He said as soon as Rapun- Stiltskin was published People were telling me how much they liked my book Rapunzel And I would say Thank you very much, but I think you mean Rumplestiltskin. Eventually, I decided that if I actually did a Rapunzel, I wouldn't have to keep correcting people. So we did. Nice. And then what a Caldecott word for it, <laughs> as is right. Nice. I thought about doing like a whole like research on the background of what Rumplestiltskin means, and and to a certain extent, um, I did in that I looked it up on my phone. And I discovered... Well, there, there is also a thing in the very back of oh, the book, Oh, yeah, he's too. got a whole written section there. Yeah, a note yeah. on the text. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but I do like... I'm going to just read you... Actually, I think I want you to read these because you've got that delightful lisp. So these are the alternate <laughs> names in other countries that have, uh, uh, have been... Are you kidding yeah, I'm me? I'm not even kidding. You need to read those. People, th- this is like in... In like Norwegian There's a lot of umlauts Or Swedish A lot or... of umlauts Okay, so Okay One of the books is called Tomtittat Tomtittat is a gr- That's very you pronounced that very well I don't see what you're talking or, about Or uh Parenskoft. Very good Keep going Um <laughs> Repostilsje Sure And uh <laughs> You just back that one up and then you run at it as fast as you can Uh, Seville Dreta. Sure, that sounded good Yeah Yes, yeah, uh-huh. Seville Dreta. That's a nice if one you Just fake it till you make it, people Fake it till you make it I don't know much about where the origins of this are But there are lots of variations of it around Sometimes he's German. three old women Yeah, mm. you know, it varies um, But if you folks want to See, uh, like, the different kids' books that have elements of Rumpelstiltskin in them. I highly recommend you go to the Sur la Lune website, uh, which is the premier fairy tale folktale website online. And they will have on the side a very updated list. Is that S I R or S U R? No, it's S U R. So, like, Sur, Sur la Lune. Like, so it's very I'm on the moon. I'm Sur la Lune. Sur la Lune. Sur la Lune. But not loon like a loon, like a bird. Right. Like, like, a, like
1: loon. a loon. Like, like, like a loon. Bella Luna. That's
0: a Luna. It's <laughs> not a loon, but. Loon. Right. Sure. Uh, we'll like, a, like a Canadian money, like a loony, right? Nope. Nope. Like a... <laughs> nope. Not even. No. Warner Brothers cartoon? Yeah. Ah, uh, Noon. no. Looney Tunes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Ratings time. Bop, 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 bop. Ratings time. So we're writing this book. We're writing this Well, Yeah, that's the book we just did. What other right. book? I'm sorry, do you have another book because under the bed somewhere? Is, that I Because this is retold, so we're not judging like the oh, original story. We're not judging no, 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 the no, no, story. No. We're judging... No, no, you can't. Yeah, I would say the rendition. I mean, you can't really separate it from what the story is, but it's not his fault. <laughs> this story, he cleaned this up right. real nice. You know. well, There's I'm, no visceral... In another version, he stamps on the ground and then he falls into the hole. But I've never liked those versions. Well, I... Like, where does the hole go? I What's to stop him from crawling out of the hole? Okay, here's the thing. It's very beautiful. Exceedingly. Um, I love all the details. Mm -hmm. Um, Except for the lack of moon detail. (laughs) I'm going to do a (laughs) pfft to that one. Just saying. Sure. He's got details on everything except for the moon. Come on. Who cares about the moon? I do. Let the moon go. No, I can't. Let the moon go. I can't. Let go. So, and I, I don't like, and this isn't his fault, but the moral of the story is deceive those that help you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's canny. And to be fair... It is unfair if you have something to offer somebody to then to give them like a really bad deal when they have no. I mean, she couldn't. She literally could not say no to that deal. So she that's could on have him. thought of something else to give him. Anything else. Look, he was willing to take her like little tiny jewelry, even though he can spin gold. I mean, he he was after the baby the whole time. Yeah, that was his ultimate. Clearly, from the start. So he was in on it with the king then, because he must. This have This may not be his first run around the park. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I, I I don't know I, if the day the king is so it's not a but, great yeah. moral, right? But it is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like all the little like hidden gems mm-hmm. and and I. I it is a fun story to read. It is a fun story to read. Um. So, oh. <sighs> right. So I'm gonna give it like a uh, seven. Okay, I was gonna give it a seven point five. Okay, Because I feel very much the same way. I do feel it is a classic. I don't feel it's like the classiciest classic we've but ever. You classified. know that name. Yeah, everybody knows that name, but it's just like. There are many different versions of the story. There is the Paul Galdone version. There is a version that Edward Gorey did. <laughs> um, yeah, that was quite a one. Can you imagine a board book of this? <sighs> there is, I think, there is a board book. Huh. No, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Rapunzel. But, uh, <laughs> sorry, Rebel Betsy. It's Rebel Stillskin. Rich Dobby. Focusing, focusing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but uh but of all the versions out there, this is clearly the best one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Like just sort of knocks the competition. Yeah. I do kind of like the idea of someone else like taking up the challenge being like, I will make a rebel skill skin that's even more beautiful, which is just a random. Can someone just do like an like an alternate universe version where he does get the baby? And the baby has a weird scar on his forehead And he raises <laughs> Harry Potter Come on! That's all I want! It, I'm sure there's a version where he does Raise the child. I'm sure there's a Middle grade novel out there There's a there's a book, oh, there was one called Rump about Rumpelstiltsin as a kid And, oh, there's all sorts of stuff hmm. So, yeah But I think it's great
1: I, I think, think It classic. Classic.
0: is a classic It's For definitely classic. a classic, yeah Classic! Cool. Yay! Alright, time for some letters Which is to say tweets Oh Which is to say two tweets <laughs> But hey, not, tweets are tweets Not man. a lot of love this week, huh? Well, the thing is that we're recording this like a day after we released the last one So That's true Yeah, so It's interest of time I'm sure we'll have many, many more And dear readers oh, I'm sorry, you're not readers at all Dear listeners at home If you would like to I'm sure they read. Seven seven. Um, they don't read at all. That's why they listen. See? they. Oh, wait. No, they probably do They read. probably read. They probably, <laughs> read. they probably do read. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Readers and listeners. There, <laughs> see? I've just covered the gamut. There good, we go. Good job. Good Thank job. you. Thank you. I thought that was really clever. Um, if you would like to uh, correct us on any points or uh, comment in any way, please be sure to email us at thesk88 at gmail.com. First up, we have Michelle. Uh, so this was; these both are referring to Sylvester and the Magic Pebble, which we did last week. And uh, Michelle wrote, "Depressed donkeys." I wonder if this book influenced the creators of BoJack Horseman. Huh. I did not think of that. Um, Didn't either. Don't think there's any correlation, but, but it's an interesting. But I like that connection. idea, and yeah. now I want to hear Will Arnett uh, read Sylvester and the Magic Pebble. Okay, that'd be great. But the most disturbing thing. I may even have to bring this up on my phone to show you. All right, I'm going to show you this. It is a, a GIF. Are they called GIFs or gifs? GIF. GIF. All right, GIF is the peanut butter. Uh, it's a, it's a, just a GIF from, uh, from Shrek. Why don't you read what that GIF from Shrek is? I like that boulder. That is a nice boulder. <laughs> Who's saying that? In Shrek? Donkey. The donkey. So the donkey in Shrek is looking at a boulder and saying, I like that boulder. That is a nice boulder. Now, is that or is that not? Yeah. That's a nice correlation. That is, uh, has got yeah. to not be a coincidence. No. I mean, if the guy wrote one book in which a donkey turns into a boulder, and then in the movie a donkey is commenting on the fact that he likes a boulder. Right. Yeah. So I right. think, I think, so, the, I have to, I hate it, to do it. It is a boulder. I have to, it's a, it, I have it's to a, give credit to the creators of the movie of Shrek that was a pretty clever little reference. Yeah, so well played there. I'm glad that we all agree that it is a boulder. Uh, hat tip to Clark to Lark for uh, for pointing that out. Donkey boulder. Don't <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Grown up things we like. All right. Grown up things we like. Grown up, grown up, grown up, grown up, grown up things we like. Okay, um, I'll start. My grown up thing I like is a poll I'm conducting that I want everybody to take place. So you know how I always talk about. This well on the picture book poll I did years ago Well, I decided to do another poll But polls are hard And <laughs> life is short So I figured I would do A best board books poll It's a 100 best board books of all time So the rules are very simple A person thinks of their 10 favorite board books And they rank them Number 1 is your bestest one And number 10 is the least bestest one And then you send them in to top 100 board books at gmail.com. Is that 100, 100? It's 100. So top 100 board books at gmail.com. I will tally the points. Uh, so your first choice is going to get 10 points and your la- your 10th choice is going to get 1 point. And then I will put all the points together and I will come up That's with the greatest <laughs> list of what no well this is the thing. I have already found some people can't think of 10 board Clearly they don't have babies. Because I can think of a hundred board books. But if you're just coming up with them... But people still like polls. They're fun. And people like ranking things. People like lists. Yeah. So, yes. So, people. If you want to participate in this, please, please do send me your top ten board books at top100boardbooks at gmail.com. Cool. And yourself. So, you brought in a copy of Time Out Chicago. Like a do. That had something... That everyone in Chicago should see. And it's actually something that I've seen. Uh, because it's literally three blocks away. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Andersonville, which is uh, about ten minutes north of Wrigley Field, there is a place that it just opened up in February. It's called the Chicago Magic Lounge. And uh, the, the creator of this place wanted to have like a, a nice kind of well, it's kind of got a speakeasy feel when you first go in Because it's it used to be a laundromat So when you first walk in, you see a whole bunch of washers and dryers And uh, there's a woman there who asks um, So, uh, are you here to do laundry or for something else? <laughs> and if you say something else She hits a magic button and you go into this beautiful bar And you can see like the. How do you get into the bar? You just walk in Oh, I thought it's, I thought there's something that opens up that you go into. Ah, well, first you're in like the bar where you can like see close-up magic with the bartenders and they and it's a really cool atmosphere. And then if you want to see actual shows, um, a fireplace moves to the side and then you're taken into the actual theater where you can see like uh, two or three um, great magicians do you know forty-five minute hour long shows. And it's 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 a little tight, it's a little crowded because it's new and lots of people are there. But if you get the chance, check out Chicago Magic Lounge and go see some awesome magic because it reminds me a lot of in LA. There's the um, the Magic Castle, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and I missed being able to see like really good close up magic. And these guys are really good, like jaw dropping. How the heck did you do that? Give me another drink. Yes. So, yeah. so, so support local magicians and uh, and check it out. It's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Excellent. And, of course, uh, the American Library Association is based here in Chicago. So next time we have a conference, we should all go over, over to the Magic Lounge. I would love to see that place filled with librarians. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Library magic, man. It's the best kind of magic. Yeah. The best. All right. All right. So, yeah. So Rich Dobby wins again. Rich Dobby for the win. <laughs> Yay, Rich, are go? You'll get your Harry Potter someday. <laughs> we know you will. <sighs> Poor guy. Aw, oh, that's all right. I've been Betsy. Okay. Bye. Fuse 8 Kate is a Fuse Number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow Betsy on Twitter at Fuse8. That's Fuse and 8, E-I-G-H-T. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Gibbons kime and our director of First Impressions is Drew Atienza. Views 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird and does not reflect the views of School Library Journal.